Okay. So when you order a beer at a bar, at a club, give me a beer. You know what you're getting. <laughs> you know you know what you're getting. You know if you order a Miller Lite, you're getting a Miller Lite. You know if you order a Trogues, you're getting a Trogues. You know if you order some like random seasonal IPA, you're getting a fucking random seasonal IPA. You might not like it, but you know what you're getting. Every single time it comes out of that tap, you know what you're getting. If you get it bottled, you even absolutely know what you're getting. You know, sometimes the kegs kick or whatever, and you get a little bit of that fizzy mister that's not great. But I have, due to health, health, <laughs> health awareness, I guess, I have transitioned from my favorite beer to liquor. I've done this because it's like less calories, less carbs. Well, let me tell you what. We had <laughs> we had dinner last night, and uh, I was like, we went to a restaurant. And they had they had bar seats, and I I love to sit at a bar. I just I love the interaction that you can get with the bartender, and like, fuck, most of the time you get. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's cool. So I I was like, oh, can we sit at the bar? They had it looked super fancy, and there, there no one else was sitting there, and they like looked at us, and I'm like, yeah, sure, we'll be over there to serve you, you know, whatever. And I've been <laughs> I've been drinking vodka and like seltzers at home, like the just seltzer water, like flavored seltzer water, flavored vodka. It's actually a really nice drink. Oh, I'm on the bike by the way today, <laughs> switching it up. But anyway, I've been drinking that. So we go out and I'm like, gotta maintain my maintain you know what I'm doing. And I was like, hey, do you have, like, a flavored vodka? And she's like, yeah, we have um, Absolute Citron. I was like, cool. Give me that. And I didn't even ask for a seltzer because I was like, I doubt that they have anything like that. But I, I should have. <laughs> um, I was like, give me that in Diet Coke. So it tasted terrible. <laughs> I drank it and obviously ordered two more. But it tasted terrible. I was like, this isn't even good. Like, I don't, I don't like the flavor. I don't like the taste. I don't like, I don't like it. And I'm not quite sure, <laughs> like, even the cost of this. We see on the menu that Jack and Coke was like $4.99 every day, all day, every day. And I was like, well, I definitely don't... <laughs> Don't feel like sipping on Jack and Coke. Like, I, I don't know. So anyway, the bill came. And they're seven fifty dollars a piece. I was like, oh my God. Beers are like five bucks at restaurants. Like, <laughs> like things that I enjoy are cheaper. I was like, $7.50. And the cup was small. The cup was very small. I, I was just like, oh, I know that's not expensive in the scheme of things. But with my dissatisfaction, I found it overly expensive. And, of course, I also asked my, my my handy brother, I was like, how do I order a cheap vodka drink from a restaurant without having to say, give me your cheapest vodka? And he said, if I say house or well. So I guess we'll have to try that next time because I'm, I don't know, or else I'll have to start bringing my own flask or something. Sometimes I just like a little drink with dinner, you know. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's where we are. I'm still I'm still like consistently losing weight, doing the intermittent fasting, and 
not eating refined carbs. I haven't had any bread, pasta. And th- yesterday when uh, I ate dinner, they served me this like, loaf of bread with butter. And I was like, oh, shit. I don't even feel tempted to be like, oh, let me just break a little piece off and try it. Like, not at all. I was just like, meh. Not worth it. Not my thing. I hope that one day I can be like that complete generation of people that is just could actually say like, oh, let me just have a taste. <laughs> and they have one bite and that's it. Like, they're good. Me, <laughs> I have like one bite and oh, my brain is on like a cloud of ecstasy and I just cannot stop. I would rather have sweets than any other meal ever. <laughs> I would replace every meal with sweets if I could. So that's where I am. That's where I am with us. And now I'm on the, I'm on this smart Nordic track thing. I pulled a dang sticker off the back of it. And now the handle's sticky. <laughs> this is the one that we got for free. And it's like a super smart bike. I'll just be using it to track the time <laughs> and the heart, the heart rate. Life has been so weird lately. There's been a lot of ups and downs, a lot of like just really, I'm, I'm really learning to get to know myself, get to know my, just my place in the world, you know, as we grow, we change, we evolve, you see other people grow and change and evolve, like, it's just, life is amazing, really, I just, I just, and it couldn't be made up, like, the things that are happening are just, every day, Every day is something. I've been doing my um, like energy healing, which every every session I have just been absolutely loving and getting so much from it, and it's just really great. Now I'm <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like I just love absolutely love like when people describe me because I am I'm vulgar and I'm dirty and I like to laugh and I drink and like I'm like a ball of just wildness but I'm also like compassionate and caring and sensitive and sweet and kind and like I will do anything for people you know like I I just I genuinely care about people but I like to have a good time too and I'm kind of you know like a potty mouth that's me that's where I am And I'm trying to embrace myself also, because I think that there's a lot of people that get judged by either the way that they look, or the way that they dress, or the way that they talk, the things that they do. Um, Everybody's different. And there's there's people that are just so straight-laced. And even just saying straight-laced, it makes me sound like it is a negative, which I guess it is. But there's people that are just so... um, pure with their belief systems and how they carry themselves out you know they, they just eat really clean don't swear don't drink don't smoke like and then there's people that that aren't like that and I think that uh we're all just in a process of being we're just we're we're all evolving and growing and just because I say like fuck or cunt or bitch doesn't make me like it just makes me me. It makes me being uh, authentic to myself a priority. And if that upsets you or 
makes you mad or if you ask me something and instead of telling you what you want to hear, I tell you the truth that's terrible and like (laughs) that's who I am. That's just where I am. That's who I am. That's the the, like I'm going to be accepted for me, absolutely for me, without anybody being like, "Mm, (laughs) we can't bring Krista, (laughs) you know. Maybe you can't bring me. Maybe I am going to get loosey-goosey and have 15 drinks and try and buy, like, pot off of a guy riding a bike beside us. Like, who knows? (laughs) Who knows? But you do know that you're going to have an authentic experience. Maybe we're going to be sitting in a bar and a lady's going to come in that I see completely surrounded by darkness and I'm going to have to go to her and help her for 10 minutes and then come back. I'm going to be me. Maybe we've got plans to go somewhere and I just... I feel like I can't do it. I can't go like whatever. I'm learning to trust myself and trust the process. And what I feel, what I feel inside is like what I have to go with. If I can't trust myself, like <laughs> what? <laughs> like the, the fuckery of that. Like if you can't trust yourself, how are you trusting other people? Really? Because if you can't trust yourself, how are you even understanding what the concept of trust is? Like, we need to trust ourselves. Oh, we had a fire a couple nights ago. You know, when you first started, it's like, giant flames. I was like, okay, let's just, you know. And then it, oh, we got that, um, those fucking like Tinder sticks or whatever. My friend had them and uh, I was like, oh, you just light it and it starts the fire. It's perfect. But you know, it like goes up. And it's Jen and I, and we, this week has just been so, like, it's just been weird. And we just sat out there by ourselves, no music. (laughs) I had my vodka drink, just chilling, just like watching the fire burn, you know, like, it was just really nice. And then we see two cars come down the alley, and I look, I'm... (laughs) If you know me, I am always like, is that a cop car? (laughs) Like every car I think that is like even slightly suspicious looking, I'm like, is that a cop car? If someone's following behind me, I'm like, is that a cop? Let me just pull over so they can pass me. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why I feel like this. I always have like a great run in with cops. Like it's never been bad. I'm pretty good at talking to them. (laughs) Even that time that I was in Philly and it got smashed at the hotel bar with Jen and my friends Matt and Larie, they were at like a concert or something. And we had their hotel. And I was so tanked. And there was a cop car outside. And somehow I was like trying to get the cop to take pictures of, with me. And he's like, no, no, it's against our social media policy or whatever. And he gave me his coin, you know, those dang coins that I collect. So I got the, cat, the cop chip. <laughs> but I don't know. It was just funny. But So we see these cars pull by, and the one in the back, I could see the, um, like, computer screen lit up, and I was like, oh, hell, there's our cops. We have a neighbor that is, like, I don't know if he's, like, anti-gay or, like, homophobic, like, we're just a dick. I don't know what he is, but he calls the cops every time we have a fire, and there's certain rules in the borough, like, you have to be so many feet away from the house it has to you have to be cooking 
like it's just it's all these weird rules so I hear this like knock on the door on my back gate actually so they parked in the neighbor that called their his driveway they walked up the alley and they come knock on my back door and I was like I was like hi and they're like uh there's an ordinance in the borough that you have to be cooking if you have a fire and I was like oh we've got we were doing s'mores and he's like can we come in and see I was like, uh, sure. So he comes in the yard. It's two cops, by the way. <laughs> they come in the yard, and I'm like, there you go. At this point, the fire is, like, nice and small, like, very controlled. We have, like, our little seats sitting there. It looks cute. It looks like you're, <laughs> it, like, picture pulling up to, like, a lesbian campsite. Like, that's where you're going. Like, we have, like, our bundle of wood. Like, <laughs> our chairs match. That's, that's, what, that's what you're seeing. So we, um, <laughs> we... He, he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, one of your neighbors called. And we're like, yeah, they they call all the time. It's, you know, virtually impossible to stop him. And he's like, just make sure you have your food out here. He said something about a grate. And I was like, okay. And at this point, they leave. We hear neighbors out back. And Jen's like, they didn't call, did they? And I was like, I don't think so. And she's like, go out there and look. So I just go off back and I see him. And we talk to him all the time. And I was like, if they're going to call the cops, I think they would rather like say something to us. And I was like, <laughs> I just come out and I'm like, did you guys call the cops on us? And I kind of said it with like a <laughs> little bit of a fun inflection in my voice. And they're like, oh my God, next time you have cops coming, let us know. We're operating like a chop shop back here. Because it's like, <laughs> they were like changing oil on like three cars at one time. It was their kids' cars, but like, it was just funny because I was like, they're like, we didn't even know you were back there. You don't, you don't even have any music playing. Because we've had pretty extensive, loud, late parties. And this was like 8 p.m. or something. Like not, And we were being silent. And the fire was so low that you couldn't even see it from the outside of the fence. It was just weird. But so I'm trying to, like, I keep trying to dig and dig and dig for, like, a, a positive. Like, I don't want to just accept that this guy is just, like, fucking terribly negative this is the guy that I had told Jen to start being nicer to because he gave us all those bricks he actually came back here and was like hey do you guys want my bricks I have a bunch of new bricks and he helped us load them up and we gave them and that's when I told Jen I was like just let's just be nice for Jen and then he calls the cops on us and I was like do whatever you want <laughs> like I don't care he blows all of his pine cones and shit into our yard like he'll clean his whole yard and then blow them all across the street into our yard because there's like an alley between us and I was like I don't care if you go buy a truckload of pine cones and dump them in his yard <laughs> like, just do it whatever that's <laughs> so that's where we're at there's just been a lot of a lot of just random things going on and then we've got that like supply chain lingering in the background where what they're trying to tell us that the <laughs> And the the shitty part is, is that in the history of history, you can't tell what is like propaganda, what is the government trying to manipulate us, what is this like a attempt to stimulate the economy? Like they're saying, you should buy your Christmas presents now. Okay. Like if we're in a pandemic and there is a supply shortage, like should that be a top priority for people? <laughs> Make sure you buy that Barbie. Like. Really? Should that be a top priority? I don't think so. But what would it do? It would definitely stimulate the economy right now. Currently. Present day time. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Why? What are we doing? 
And then there's like, I don't know if I 100% understand this supply chain disruption, but I guess there's like the estimated time that it takes to get a items here from another country. And then once they're here, there's not enough people to work to unload the items, unpack the items, ship the items around the U.S. Like, there's a disruption. <laughs> what? Uh, where do we go from here? I'll tell you. We just go up. We're going to spread love.